From the Davis Oil Company studios in Keene, it's time for The Weekend with George Hansel on WKBK. Today's program brought to you in part by Stephen Wilder Automotive in Keene, the one you trust to make sure your vehicle runs right. Book your appointment today at wilderautomotive.com. By Dublin Health and Benefit Group, the professional's choice for helping you and your family navigate the right health insurance and Medicare coverage options. Go to dublinhealth.net today. To call George Hansel, dial 603-357-1290, and you'll be next on the air on the weekend. Here's George. Good morning. Sounds like Dan redid our intro a little bit. That's nice. Sounds good. He does a good job. A lot going on here in the Elm City. Welcome to the show, by the way. I'm your host, George Hansel, as always. Latham Wilbur's in, in the studio with me taking care of the board and the calls and everything like that. I want to hear from you. There's a lot going on. Holy mackerel, is there a lot going on this weekend? You've got, if you want to get out and do events, there are plenty uh, to choose from here. So I'm going to have an interview from 8 to 8.30 with David Hickling. He's the airport manager, Keene's airport manager. And uh, Lenny Weiser from the Experimental Aircraft Association. They're going to talk about an event coming up next weekend at the airport uh, we have made a big push, and Dave Hickling's been a big part of making a big push to create some events at the airport, create some interest down there, get people down there. And this one coming up next week is going to be really fun. If you've ever thought about wanting to fly a plane or learn what opportunities are available for you to fly a plane, you can get down there. And uh, it's and the EAA chapter, the Experimental Aircraft Association chapter, is putting on this event from 1 to 3. You can go chat with people. They'll have planes there. We'll hear all about it in the 8 o'clock hour. But uh, but that's an exciting event, and I'm glad that the, the airport is sort of opening its doors to the community because that doesn't always happen. hasn't always happened in the past, but I think this is exciting that we're uh, doing that. And we'll talk to the pilots and, and the airport manager later, but I was, I've always been amazed when I've talked to pilots in Keene and, and people in Keene, there is a whole community of small aircraft pilots that are super passionate. Uh, Keene is a great little airport and there's so much, I mean, it's a whole different world when you become a pilot and you can jump in your plane and get down to Martha's Vineyard in an hour or go fly wherever you want, go way up in the North country in Maine, uh, and sometimes you don't even have to be around civilization. You can get like a pontoon boat and uh, land on a lake up there in Maine and not have anybody around. I mean, it's really a literal life changer uh, for some of these pilots. And I think we can talk about that a little bit too. Along with the whole mechanical part of it, the interest in technology and uh, airplane technology and mechanics and really kind of cool stuff. So. Hopefully it generates some interest from people. The other thing about the Keene Airport that I don't think a lot of people realize is we have some excellent pilot training resources in Keene. And I know a couple pilots personally who learned to fly originally in Keene, then moved their way up to a little bigger aircraft, moved their way up to a little bigger aircraft. And now they're flying uh, commercial airlines and they have great careers that all started right here at the small Dillon Hopkins Airport in Keene. So... That's next weekend. If you're looking for something to do today, you've got the Winchester Local Foods Food Festival from 9 to 2 at Winchester Town Hall and parking lot. They're going to have food samples there. They're going to have a farmer's market. They're going to have live music. Head down there, support Winchester and the and the food. Uh, I think they'll probably bring in uh, 
a couple of food trucks or something like that. I've seen them do that in the past, and they do a good job with it. Lots of food festivals kind of popping up after uh, the success of Keene's Food Festival last year. Um, there's also a Keene Green Home Show today at the Country Club. Ten to four, five bucks a person. But you can join over two dozen dent vendors who specialize in all things green and energy efficiency for your home. Uh, they'll also have builders there, contractors, suppliers, and guest speakers educating us all on the latest techniques and trends. Everybody knows at this point, I think we have a, a lot of interest in green building technology in this area, probably more than most places. So head on down to the King Country Club. Check it out if you've been thinking about doing mini splits or insulating your home better, anything like that. It's a good opportunity to go talk to some professionals and see if energy savings might be less expensive or less less of a problem than you might think it it, it would be. So uh, this, I think they're planning to put on as kind of a regular thing, the Keen Green Home Show. So it might be like an annual thing, and it's put on by the New Hampshire Home Builders Association. I'm going to head right over there after I get out of uh, my job here and uh, do like a little ribbon cutting and, and sort of open up the home show. So I don't think I would be doing that unless they planned to, to make it kind of a regular thing. So that'll be fun. We've also got the Kiwanis Cool Wheels event. This is an annual event where they give away, I forget, how many how many bike helmets do they say? A couple hundred. A couple hundred bike helmets to young kids, trying to educate them about bicycle safety and uh, how to ride on the, on the roadways and sidewalks and all good stuff. The Kiwanis Club does a great job with it. Family fun and safety day. It's today from 10 a.m. to noon at the Keene Rec Center. I hope uh, I hope some families take advantage of that. You can go down and get a free bike helmet, I believe. And then the big show, we've got Keene State graduation. 12.15 to 3.30 is when the actual ceremony is, but I would pay attention to that area around Keene State College all day. You're going to have lots of parents, lots of people coming in and out. So, you know, maybe if you want to uh, just... Be mindful of that. I hope, I want to wish my congratulations to all of the graduates and the Keene State students who ended their semester, like like Latham here. Uh, well done, and I hope you have a good summer, and we'll see you next fall. And I also want to congratulate the parents for having their kids make another step on their journey of life here and uh, getting through college. I know that going to college or going after a degree is typically a family endeavor and not necessarily just all on the students. So um, I'm going to be down there at Kane State graduation. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. And I can tell you, it's amazing when you get out there on the fist quad and you just see thousands of people lined up, you know, all kind of crowded in and you get to see the graduates who are ready to take this next step in their lives. They're super excited. It's a really kind of energizing experience. So I'm excited about that. So that's what I've got for events. You have a lot to choose from today. Local food festival down in Winchester, Green Home Show, the Cool Wheels event at the Rec Center put on by the Kiwanis Club of Keene, and Keene State graduation. So it should be an exciting day. Lots of energy here in the Elm City. I had a really great week, very busy, busy week. But uh, one of the highlights of it is a professor at Keene State set up a little sort of impromptu meeting uh, with some newer professors that had just kind of 
started at Kane State College in the last couple of years. And so I sat down with uh, four of them and we just chatted about higher ed and chatted about things we could do to better integrate uh, Keene State into the local economy and connections we could build between local businesses and the physics department or the chemistry department or whatever. And it was a really energizing conversation for me because I saw the passion uh, from these professors and I think there's just a, there's a lot of good, positive energy there ready to uh, take the college to the next level. And it'll really benefit the students. It'll benefit our community. And it was just awesome to see that coming from the professors at the college. No one was telling them or giving them a directive to do this. This is just because they're passionate about what they do. They love, and, and I could tell, I heard the stories, uh, how they support their students and really just, that was so cool. That made my week. That was my highlight of the week was meeting with them and just seeing, uh, I can see the potential there. And it doesn't necessarily have to come, like I said, from an administrative directive. Some of the best initiatives, the best things that happen in our community come from the ground up. People working in whatever respective field or area they're working in and they just have a good idea. They're passionate about it. They find four people that they're willing to convince to take on that crazy idea with them and then they just make it happen. And that's one of the beautiful things about this community is you can do that. 357-1290 gets you on the air and we have a call. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Good morning, Mayor. Hi. Uh, uh, oh, going back about 20 years ago, they had a balloon festival at the airport. Do you think there's ever a chance that we might have one ourselves again? That would be great. Yeah. Yes. I, rem- I know exactly fun. what you're talking about. And they would send people up in the hot air balloons for a little yes. trip. Well, that's a and good yeah, idea. Yeah, some people can win if the if it's not filled up. Some people can win trips if they have extra room. I know yeah. Quichu did that, and uh, they have crafts fairs. They have um, vendors down there with trucks for eating and yeah. all different things. Did you ever go to the one in Quichu? No, I didn't. It is really, yeah, it's really nice. Nice. That is such a good idea, and you know what? I totally forgot about that balloon festival. I'm going to bring that up to the airport director because we okay. have been looking for ideas, I tell you, and I think um, I think that's a great one because it sort of advertises for itself too because people are exactly. driving around and they see the balloon go up and it's sort of yeah. an unusual thing, and they're like, oh, wow. you know, that's Yeah, that's it's neat. always very crowded up in Quichi, so yeah. um, I'm sure it would draw a lot of people. Good idea. Good idea. I like it. Thank okay, you. good. Thanks. Bye. Bye now. 357-1290 gets you on the air. If you want to give us a call, let us know what you're what you're thinking about. I just got a, a picture message sent to me. Ooh, yeah. So the uh, Councilor Randy Filio just sent me a picture of the, a really nice picture of the, the Fisk Quad all set up for graduation with the rows and rows of chairs and the uh, staging and all that stuff. Man, it's just a, it's a really nice commencement ceremony. I mean, I've been to a couple of them and they do a really good job with it. Uh, 357-1290 gets you on the air. You got any other ideas for the airport? We need some ideas. We've got the right people in the right place to make things happen. Uh, if we have some some good ideas to uh, to get people down there, like I said, I think this, this EAA event, Experimental Aircraft Association event, will be great because uh, 
they have a lot going on. They're cool. They work on their own planes. They're sort of, there's a lot to this organization, and we'll talk about that in the 8 o'clock hour as well. So what else we got? So the Keene budget was also introduced this week at our Keene City Council meeting, a pretty light city council meeting. However, we put the uh, the budget out there. The city manager put her budget out there. So they will be, the city council will be reviewing that over the next couple of weeks. We have some dates set up. If you want to weigh in on the budget or you call me during the year and complain about your high property taxes or things that you want to see funded on the flip side of that, uh, take advantage of these opportunities coming up. So the way the process works, the Keene City Manager puts together the whole budget. This includes, you know, our proposed budget, a draft. And this includes the Capital Improvement Program budget, which is all the big dollar items, the capital, the, uh, capital spending. And that kind of rolls into this 2022-2023 operating budget. So that's all together now. And the City Council and the Finance Organization and Personnel Committee will be reviewing this section by section over the next several meetings. And these meetings are going to take place at 5.30 p.m. on Tuesday the 10th, Thursday the 12th, and Monday the 16th. I'll say that again. If you want to weigh in on this budget, uh, and first of all, go to the city's website. You can download the, the proposed budget and take a look. But if you want to weigh in on it, you can have that opportunity at the Finance Organization and Personnel Committee meeting at 5.30 p.m. on Tuesday the 10th, Thursday the 12th, and Monday the 16th. Additionally, we'll have a public hearing on the budget and all that, but I really suggest you can come to the public hearing and you can say what you what you want. But if you want to really see something modified in what's being proposed, you really need to go to these uh, finance organization personnel committee meetings. It's a smaller setting, a small set of counselors, and the counselors can kind of, and then you can give the staff an idea what you would like to see, and, and maybe they can propose amendments to the draft that's being uh, put forward. 5.30 p.m., Tuesday the 10th, Thursday the 12th, and Monday the 16th. I would really love it if people showed up to uh, weigh in on this budget. A tremendous, tremendous amount of work goes into creating this operating budget. And uh, honestly, in the years past, in my experience, it gets very, very little public interest, which is too bad. Uh, residential valuation, some key points in this budget. So valuations as I'm sure many homeowners know, went up by an average of 25% this past year. Commercial values raised by only 10%. So that created a bit of a shift from commercial to residential. Overall, the increase in valuation for the city across the board lowered the tax rate, but it doesn't have any impact on the actual number the taxes collected. Um, the city's portion of the tax rate, very proud of this, very proud of the city manager and our department heads for working like they have to uh, keep the city's portion of the tax rate to only a 0.49% proposed increase. That's six cents per thousand. So think about the environment we're in right now. You've got 6% inflation. Honestly, the big dollar projects, the big road projects and everything we have been, it's been uh, very common for us to see those coming back at 20 30% over what we budgeted, the bids coming back at 20 to 30% over what we budgeted just because the cost of materials is up, 
we have a dearth of local contractors. The contractors are really busy, you know, add on whatever excuse you want. But the reality is we're seeing these big infrastructure projects costing the city more. Even with that, even with rising healthcare costs for our employees, even with lots of other stuff, the city manager is proposing only a 0.49% increase on last year's budget for the city's portion. That's an important distinction. As you probably know, the tax rate, the tax bill that the city of Keene sends out to you is made up of the city, the school district, and the county. City of Keene holding it to 0.49%. Can't say the same about the school district or the county. School district is projecting a $1 per thousand increase. All said and done, which we have no control over at the city of Keene. All said and done, the projection right now is a 3.25% increase, including the city, school, and the county. Only 0.49% of that uh, would be responsible, or the city's portion is only looking at a 0.49. So there's a big gap there, 3.25 versus 0.49. You add on top of that some of the unusual factors, things that happened this over the last couple of years with COVID relief funds, federal relief funds. And uh, I think we need to scrutinize and look at what, how these local government entities use those funds and how that translates to uh, their increases in the tax rate. I can tell you what our city did. We put a lot of money towards reducing our debt, uh, reducing the amount we would have to bond for each year as we and allowing for us to restructure the way we bond for things i mean we really took an aggressive approach to uh restructuring bonding in the city of keen and we put a lot of those funds that we received which were a lot less than the county and the school district i might add but we uh we put those towards reducing debt and i think you're going to see that reflected in this proposed budget 357-1290 gets you on the air. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Hey. Hey. It's me. Hey. I got an invitation for you. Okay. What do you got? You and me, we're, we're going to walk up to Mount Washington Roadway. The Mount Washington Roadway. Oh, that's a long walk. Well, there's a race that takes place the Saturday before, um, before, um, before Father's Day. Okay. June. So you and me, we'll walk up it. All right, maybe, yeah, if I'm available at that time. I have been up the uh, Mount Washington. I've hiked it, and I've done the cog, but I haven't gone up the road. But the road is long, isn't it? Isn't the road like, you know, four miles or something, more than that? Six, 7.6. 7.6 miles, ugh. ugh. I got a story to tell you. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I, I did it first in 1990. And um, they, they make you register in Lincoln. Yep. You pick up your race number in Lincoln. So, so I was, I was um, you know, as I was driving back from Lincoln, there's this tall, skinny, redhead kid on the side of the road with a, with a little 3 by 5 card that says North Conway. Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, I, I pick him up and, um, and I asked him, I said, are you here for the race? And he says, yeah. And he's got a decidedly British accent. Okay. So anyway, I, um, I pick him up and I say, where are you from? He says, Colorado Springs. I'm going, wait a minute, Born <laughs> in Colorado Springs, Olympic training center. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I, so I said to him, I said, I said, um, are, are you one of the favorites? He said, I don't know. He said, but I'd like to beat the hour mark. Wow. Kid's name, kid's name was Derek Trudy. Derek Trudy. And huh. next, the next day I got, I got to the top. Everybody, everybody at the Mount Washington road road knows the name of Derek Trudy. Because hmm. he was the first that got to the top. Wow. In under an hour. That's amazing. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that is not an easy, that would not be an easy hike. And it's a lot of vertical. What, 6,000 feet of vertical plus? Yeah. It's, it's an average 12% grade. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. They do a lot of, they do a lot of stuff. I mean, um, there may be some lessons learned from some of that stuff that Mount Washington does. They've got the, as far as like tourism and getting people there and getting people excited about it. I mean, they have the... Uh, they have the cog railway, they have the whole museum and all the cool, the weather station and all that stuff up on the top. And then they do these events like you're talking about where, uh, they have special hikes, runs. They even have a, an ATV race up the, uh, up the, the road, which I happened to be there for the ATV race day. And it was kind of like, it was it was cool, but it was kind of like you're burning a lot of gas. <laughs> like people were riding their four wheelers up the road and everything like that. I don't know. It was it was it was interesting. Anyway, very good. Well, I appreciate you giving us a call and uh, let me know. That's that's a good topic for discussion. If people want to weigh in on Mount Washington or other things we can do uh, with our hiking assets here in the state of New Hampshire. Well, if you do it, then you, then you can then you can drive around with a bumper sticker said that says that the oh, driver. Oh yeah, you earned car. you earned the bumper sticker. Yeah. Yeah, I still see those around. This car climb Mount Washington, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, th- in this case, you get to you get to you get to drive around with one that says the driver of this car ran Mount Washington. Nice, nice. Well, thanks a lot for the call. I appreciate it, and uh, okay. I hope you have a good weekend now. Three five seven twelve ninety gets you on the air. We've got a couple minutes left in this segment. If you want to give us a call, let me know what you're thinking about this uh, this Saturday morning. And on the other side of the break, I really I want to get the I want to get some of your thoughts. I mean, what's uh, what's on your mind here? We didn't get a lot of calls last week. Um, maybe it's just the weather's getting nicer and people are doing other things. I don't know. But uh, if you want to give us a call, let me know what you're thinking about. How can I help you? How can I, um, how can I, maybe think about things in a different way, or what's important to you? What do you think the areas of focus should be for the city and the city council, or just me in general? I'd be uh, happy to listen and uh, hear what you're thinking about. We also had the homeless. Uh, we had the committee, the ad hoc committee that I put together around. Uh, homelessness and housing stability. We had the introductory meeting this week, and I really think this is going to be an exciting committee uh, and and has the potential to really have some, some good work and good recommendations come out of it. It was just the first meeting this week, but this is made up of citizens 
and professionals, mostly professionals who are involved in the social services here in the uh, region, and gets it gets everybody in the same room. It was really interesting to just go around the room and sort of hear uh, how the folks working directly with the population experiencing homelessness, what they think. One thing was really apparent to me, even in this just intro- introductory meeting where we're mostly just going over procedure and what we're trying to accomplish and sort of the basic laying the groundwork for the committee's work. Um, one thing that was really apparent to me, though, is there's a lot of frustration out there. Yep. Definitely a lot of uh, frustra- frustration and a lot of maybe siloing that could, uh, could be improved. And by siloing, I mean people doing great work, uh, organizations, agencies doing great work, but sort of feeling like they're all alone. And uh, that is definitely something we have to work on because in order to really solve some of these big social issues and provide services efficiently and in a way that, that really is comprehensive, a big challenge, I've noticed this in a lot of different areas, but a big challenge is getting all the organizations, all the players, the, the services, everything working together as a, that safety kind of net. You know, people talk about like the safety net. Well, it has to be a net. It can't just be one strand that someone has to walk like a tightrope. And I think there's there's some uh, some areas for improvement there, areas for collaboration And that's, I think, going to be a great uh, outcome of some of this work with the Ad Hoc Committee on Housing Stability. On the other side of the break, let me know what you, give me a call. I'm going to, I'm calling you out to give me calls on the other side of the break because I need some fodder to talk about. I'm George Hansel. This is The Weekend. We'll be right back. an air of romance and serene ambiance. Find all of this plus a delightful menu at the Chesterfield Inn. Enjoy one of three spacious dining rooms or dine outside under the heater. Perfect for enjoying a hearty New England clam chowder, chicken marbella with capers, prunes, and olives, or a braised Moroccan lamb shank with locally distilled spirits or wine from around the world. You, your family, your co-workers and friends are invited to savor the distinctive experience of the Chesterfield Inn. Blue Water Pool and Spa Spring Sale is from April 28th to May 8th. Ten days of savings for the best deals around. See Blue Water Pool and Spa's ad in the Shopper News to compare prices. With Tim's 40 years experience and expert advice, you can have a clear pool and save lots of green by coming to Blue Water Pool and Spa's Super Sale. April 28th to May 8th, located at 75 Birch Road in Swansea. Keep the green in your pocket and out of the pool. 603-355-1500. Blue Water Pool and Spa. Each year, billions of dollars are lost to scammers who pretend to be legitimate businesses, but are not. If it's a legitimate business, you will never be asked to provide personal information over the phone. They will never ask you to send cash or gifts to them in the mail or ask you to lie about what you are doing. When in doubt, call the company directly or call the police. Please help protect yourself and your family by taking a few extra moments to question who you are speaking with. Hi, I'm Officer Corrigan with the Keene Police Department, and we deal with these scam victims daily. You don't need to be the next one. 
Whelan Engineering is proud to support all first responders. Since 1952, Whelan Engineering has provided safety warning lighting and auditory warning systems for police, fire, emergency medical, municipal, and volunteer first responder vehicles. Reinventing first responder safety. Proudly designed and made in America. Whelan Engineering. W-H-E-L-E-N dot com. Were you as excited as I was to get out and enjoy last weekend's beautiful spring weather? And just in time for Mother's Day, bring mom over to wander around Maple Hill Nursery and Greenhouses. She'll be overwhelmed by all the choices available to her in our six greenhouses and six acres of everything you may be looking for, zoned particularly for this area. Maple Hill Nursery's professional staff will help you choose the best additions for your landscape. This week, Maple Hill Nursery is offering 10% off Magnolia potted roses, dogwood, and clematis, Thursday through Sunday only. We also have gorgeous hanging baskets and patio pots to dress up any porch or deck area, plus hundreds of perennials and annuals. Maple Hill Nursery has six colors of mulches to choose from and compost perfect for your veggie gardens. About anything you'll need for your gardening projects, you'll find here at Maple Hill Nursery, Route 10 South in Swansea, on Facebook and online at maplehillnursery.com. Open seven days. 42 years ago, a locally owned and locally run company opened to help homeowners, builders, remodelers, gardeners, landscapers, and backyard chefs complete their projects the right way and do them for less. That company is Hampshaw Lumber. Today, Hampshaw Lumber continues to help you with any project. The people at Hampshaw Lumber are professionals who really know their stuff. They can suggest the right products, answer questions, and offer suggestions. If you're painting, choose Ace Royal and Clark and Kensington paint for a great look easy application and long-lasting durability with the buying power of ace hardware you get high quality without a high price hamshell lumber offers delivery orders by phone orders at acehardware.com and in person at all hamshell lumber locations 42 years of helping you build it right for less nobody does it better hamshell lumber your locally owned ace hardware store winchester street route 10 south Keene, in orange berry amherst deerfield and greenfield mass and Brattleboro, Vermont. From the Davis Oil Company studio in Keene, it's The Weekend with George Hansel. To call George, dial 357-1290, and you'll be next on the air. Share your ideas and opinions right now. Here's George. Welcome back. So someone took me up on my call to action. Good, yes. Good yes, morning. Good Thanks morning. for calling. How are you? Okay, good. I just wanted to make you think about when people arrive, you want people to be coming to the city. Well, yeah. worst thing that they can see and the worst thing they know is your streets that enter the city are terrible. Mm. They are so bumpy and lumpy and they're, they're not welcoming. You yeah. need to put out a red, you know, the red carpet. Yeah, If yeah. you want people to be coming to your city. And this is not a red carpet. It's a black carpet with big holes. <laughs> with big potholes. <laughs> it's like, welcome yeah. to Keene. Bang! There goes your, yeah. there goes your, bang, uh, yeah. a part on your car. Yeah. So, you know, all your incoming main roads need to be in good shape. That's you know, I mean, some good. of them are not too bad, but we're used to them. People from other places don't have bad roads like this. Yeah. And it really is, it's a, a sore eye. 
I think that's yeah, a I think you really a good, need to put that comment. as number one on your list. Now, I some mean, of them, some of them are controlled. Thing, but, so, which roads yeah. in particular do you think are are bad? Because some are state, <laughs> some are state controlled. And I, I have no have idea, but the main there. roads coming into the city. So, like one hundred and one and nine, or or mm-hmm. and, and the main roads right from one hundred and one up into Washington. the town are bad. Yeah, they're yeah. not smooth. Mm-hmm. People, people are not used to driving on lumpity bumpity roads like we are. Yeah, I know. You know. So this is a particularly yeah, bad time of year forget for that the, too. Forget but. the rotaries. Do these get the main roads going straight and smooth, and people won't have anything to complain about. Yeah, right, coming well, to visit. I think that's a a good comment. I will uh I will okay. think about that. Okay. I'll hold on to that one and see remember if we you can want your red carpet out there. <laughs> roll out the red carpet. I'm making a note right yeah. now. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Yeah. I appreciate it. That's, You're welcome. That's yeah. good stuff, Thank and I you. hope you have a good weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 357-1290 will get you on the air. We also had a we had some branding consultants come into town this week. So we had multiple branding sessions for the city of Keene. So you've got the Chambers kind of regional branding thing going on, and then we have our own branding thing going on because – you know, I think that's important because Keene's brand is distinctly different than the rest of the region. We're the county seat. We're the we're the place that uh, the action is in southwest New Hampshire. And we've got a different industrial base. We've got a different mix of companies. We've got the college here. We've got our main street and downtown area. So our brand is, is a bit different than, say... Sullivan or Peterborough, not to pick on them or anything like that. It's just different. So we had our branding consultants come into town. They met with the city council. They met with city department heads. I went to both of those sessions, and they also met with what they call a stakeholders group. So business owners, the chamber, all the main organizations that uh, sort of make up the, the city. And what was amazing from that is the same were the similarities in what people in the feedback and what people said, which was really interesting. It was it was great to go to multiple. I was one of the only people I think that went. The city manager and I went to multiple sessions, so we got kind of we were able to filter out like the the hive mind effect, like where someone would say something and everyone would jump on that and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you know, it is a it is a great place for families," you know, like that kind of thing. So the city manager and I, we were able to sort of parse through that because we went to multiple sessions. So I got to see a totally different group of people go through the same process twice. And uh, what I walked away with was, wow, you know, people do have a good sense of what this place is. That's half the battle. We've got some nice agreement on some cornerstone things about this area and the way we want to present ourselves. Now the challenge is figure out how to communicate that to the rest of the world. Figure out what our tar- who our target audience should be. And then you sort of have to, the challenge of any of these branding things is you don't just have to show what you are. You have to show what you can be. That is the real trick. You need to highlight the things that are important, that are foundational to your personality as an area and your character, but you also need to be creative and forward thinking 
and say, well, you know, the community is going to change. Ten years from now, it's not going to, Keene is going to look like Keene, but it's not going to be exactly like it is today. We may take advantage of some opportunity that's coming down the pike. Remote work is a good example, right? Other things. How maybe, you know, the college, which is a huge institution in our city, how are their strategic moves and things that they're going to do, how will that affect us? So that's, uh, that's where the complication comes in. That's why I'm glad we have some professionals to help us sort of figure out some of these nuances and create a really good plan that's targeted, efficient, and will help us meet our goals. 357-1290 gets you on the air. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Good morning, George. Hi. Uh, to completely change the subject, subject. Go for it. Uh, many years ago, well, many years ago, probably a year ago, shortly after Cheshire TV went dark, mm-hmm. uh, I noticed that the franchise fee on the cable bill was still in place. Yep. And, and I called Annie about it, and I says, what, what, what's going on? What are we going to do with that? And he said something to the effect that, uh, the city manager had some plans, and and so I guess I kind of forgot about it until I just got my most recent cable bill and found out that not only have I not had an explanation uh, as to what it's still doing there, the darn thing went up, along with mm. a lot of other services that Spectrum offers. Oh. And, uh, yeah, considerable, as a matter of fact. Uh, so, you know, they, they went up 2 $3 on two, three different things, and the bundle credit went down $2, and, you know, it all ended up to be, you know, we're almost 11 bucks altogether. Yeah. Uh, so what's but, going on with that, basically? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess Danny said that the city manager said that eh, they were going to do something magical with it and make some good things happen. Yeah. Uh, lacking that and the cost, of, you know, the cost increasing kind of, quite, you know, got me to question, well, just exactly what is going on, especially now that you guys are in the middle of budget season. Yeah. So we are uh, broadcasting the city meetings like they always used to do. So you know there, there are two channels, two public access channels. The one that broadcasts the meetings is broadcasting the meetings. Um, so that fee is going to support that work to make, to make our local government more accessible. Uh, as far as the other channel, the one that had sort of more creative uh, folks from the community that would make their own shows and do all that, I we haven't had a good solution to that yet. I think we're still looking for that right organization to step up and say, we want to take the public uh, uh, content creation portion of public access over. It's not really a core competency for the city of Keene. But it's something that uh, I think has value, and we're trying to find the right partner to make that happen. Okay, so so what's happening to all of this money in the meantime? A lot of it's going to it's it's going to the uh, support the public access for the meetings and all that. But you have to realize it's that fee is more or less a it's it's a charge that the uh, city can put on the. Uh, incumbent providers to use the infrastructure. So a lot of communities just sweep it into their general fund and use it for whatever. It's just like property taxes in that way. Um, I think traditionally in Keene, we have we have tried to think of it in a different way. We want to see that funding go to support, uh, support 
creative people in the community making their own shows and provide access for that kind of capability to people that normally wouldn't have it, that kind of thing. But it just hasn't happened yet. So it's another dream. I, th I think it's a dream, but it's something that could become a reality if we find the right partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know I, the, the city of Keene can't, we, I don't believe the city of Keene should be running the, uh, the creative content creation portion of public access. I mean, it's just not something that we're really geared up to do. We can, we are about government transparency. We can broadcast our own meetings. We can do all that. But uh, I think in, at the end of the day, it's going to be similar to how it was with Cheshire TV, where an outside organization will do the, the content creation part of it, the broadcasting, that sort of thing. Well, I'm afraid you haven't answered my question because, you know, the price is going up and the service has been all but non Well, the service, the Chester TV service has been non-existent. And, and I don't know, I've yet to be able to stay awake long enough to watch a whole council meeting. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, you know, and it's, and it's, it's, well, what do you think, potatoes. what do you think should be, uh, how do you think it should be handled? Do you, did you we, watch the, did you watch the other uh, public access when it yeah. was on? Yeah. yeah, I did some, you know, when, when it was, uh, kind of sensible other than having Rick blood driving down the street with his pro co, uh, pro cam on the dashboard of his car. Yeah. Um, uh, and things, you know, <laughs> but some of the programming was pretty good. Um, and I, I just don't, it's, it's small potatoes, but I don't see any value in it. And, you know, if you don't watch the pennies, the dollars go with them sooner or later. And, mm -hmm. and that seems to be kind of a, kind of a trend in city government, I'm afraid. Mm. Well, part so of the anyway, reason, part of the reason the cost is going up on your bill is because people are cutting the cord with cable. And so well, the total the, cost is getting shared among a smaller and smaller pool of people, yeah, and that's why the and, cost is going up. And, and, the, and the, the reason people are cutting the cable is because the cost keeps going up. There's a vicious circle here, George. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm seriously considering it myself. And, and uh, well, that, that, <laughs> that's a distinct possibility down the road because I just hate to be paying for something that – that I don't benefit from right now. I, I like the DVR because uh, mm. most TV shows are uh, life support systems for commercials, yep. and I'm able to express right through there. But, um, you know, like I say, it's a vicious circle. The price goes up, just like bus service. Uh, yeah, Bus service uh, is decreasing because there are a few riders because the service is poor, so they cut the service and make it even worse. So anyway, vicious circle. Hey, well, I appreciate the call. You bring up a good point, and maybe I can get an update. I haven't heard too much activity when it comes to the public access stuff in the last couple of months, but I'll get an update and see if I can uh, if there's something I didn't mention that's happening. Well, um, I just I think I brought it up mostly so that it might be able to be a, a brief, I'm sure, a very brief uh, conversation in in budget negotiations that are ongoing mm. okay thank well, you thank you very much hope you have a good weekend thanks for listening I'm listening three five seven twelve ninety gets you on the air feel free to give me a call i got about uh 10 minutes left or so in this segment and then we'll have the the airport folks coming on telling us what's going on down at the Keene airport and that'll be fun maybe we can brainstorm some ideas 
for the future, future events, the balloon festival, all that kind of stuff could be kind of uh, could be kind of fun. There's a lot you can do at airports too, and we'll talk about it. But I mean, you can other communities with small community airports like this. They have uh, road races where you run out on the tarmac and run down the runway and. They have uh, lots of cool stuff. Our airport is especially interesting and cool because we have airport road that extends on beyond there. And it's one of the best bird watching spots in this area. A couple bird watchers probably don't even want me to say that because it'll increase traffic out there. But it is. It's one of the best bird watching spots. Some really rare birds fly in there. And it's, it's uh, very, very cool and a beautiful walk down airport road heading towards the uh, wastewater treatment plant a mile plus uh very nice and out there we just had our solar installation installed by revision energy they did a great job putting solar out there at the wastewater treatment plant i went out a few weeks ago it looks great and another good uh, successful project renewable energy project in the region so that was uh that was excellent three five seven twelve ninety gets you on the air and we have a call good morning thanks for calling Good morning, George. How are you today? Pretty good. What's on Listen, your mind, sir? Uh, while back, they had a, a thing about the body cams for the police department. Yep. It was going to be $888,000. Yep. I haven't heard any more about that lately. What's the status of that? We got a grant to uh, to fund it. How much? There. The whole the whole the whole amount? or? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, I think it was... I think it was, uh, I think we got the actual body cameras covered. Everything that wasn't associated with the um, hiring of an assistant city attorney to do the right to know requests and stuff like that. So there were some administrative costs to it as well. But the actual cameras, uh, we received a very generous uh, grant to do that, which is great. Well, that's what I was wondering, basically. Mm hmm. But yeah. it's an important thing for the community, not just for the people in the in Keene that are interacting with the police, but I think for the police themselves. And well, uh, I think sometimes body cams are. I know the police like them, but when when it comes to using them, a lot of times when it's very inclement weather, and that's when you have the most accidents. How reliable are they in bad weather? Reliable. And that's one of my questions about their use. The other thing is, there's a tendency for the judges when there's a case where body cam cameras come up in a court case, the judges tend to lean towards the police departments. And I'm wondering how that is all going to play out when, you know, somebody is arrested and there's a body cam involved and it's bad weather and they say, well, we couldn't really see what was going on. Because lots of accidents do happen in bad weather, and how effective are they then? The police department tested a bunch of different systems, and they found one that they reported to us anyway that they believe is extremely reliable and uh, and a, and good pieces of equipment. So I don't, I have not heard that they don't work in inclement weather or there are problems there at all. I haven't heard that as an as an issue, but I'm sure it was something they looked at when they were evaluating. Systems. How soon is it going to go into effect? I think it's already gone into effect, or uh, if it hasn't, it's going shortly. But I don't know exactly what the date was for flipping the switch on that. 
but uh, but I'm pretty sure it's either in place or it's in place shortly. Okay, thank you, George. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for the call. 357-1290, if you want to get on the air, let us know what you're thinking about. Good questions. Thanks for answering my call to action. I appreciated that. You brought up some good stuff that I think the uh, the listeners appreciated hearing about. Um, yeah, really good stuff. Fix the entries to the city, you know, the entryways to the city and roll out the red carpet. I like that. I think we I can...